0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Freaks podcast. Today I'm talking to Jeremy Grieve, CEO of the Fish Society, and we're going to be talking about how he views e-commerce and digital marketing from the board level. We're also going to be talking about how as a business they've had to adapt to rapid growth and change over the last 12 months. So really hope you enjoy this. If you do, please come and subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can also watch the full video version of this episode over on youtube so if that sounds interesting head over there watch it subscribe hope you enjoy this one thank you for tuning in jeremy grieve welcome to the podcast thank you very much uh and also thanks for hosting so we're here at your newish premises. Six months or so, yeah, six yeah. months, yeah. Uh, just had a tour of the warehouse. Yep, yeah, got cold in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, which I think we'll show some clips. Done some fish filleting. We have, yep. Got the smoker on with some fish in. Yeah, got a beer. Cheers, Cheers. for that. Um, what could possibly be better? And it's the end of the week. Um, a little bit of sun could be nice, but hey-ho. Can't ask for everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about your role at the Fish Society CEO and your journey through the business because yep. I think that's really interesting and also the last 12 months because it's been massively successful mm-hmm. um, yep. and a really big year for the fish society. A lot of
1: change yeah a lot of change.
0: Which in a in a world that's changed a lot I think it's one of the really positive stories of the last 12 months so yeah. it's definitely a positive. Yeah, definitely. Um, small disclaimer as well in that you're a client of ours <laughs> and have been <laughs> yes. for almost a year now yep. um, but if anyone's watching like this, is not a case study (laughs) or a forced testimonial. No. No one's holding you at gunpoint to say positive things. No, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, But it's it's a genuine chat about the business. Exactly,
1: and just good to have you guys here. And uh, well, it's funny, because we've been working together for nearly a year, and we've looked at each other through a screen, and now you're here having a barbecue, walking around the new warehouse. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think the first time we spoke, we were in the old warehouse, and there was cardboard stacked up to the ceiling behind me. So my background was just cardboard boxes. So um, yeah, it's quite yeah, a, it's a, a change, bit more impressive of, change of scenery now.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and you're just literally around the cord from us as mm. well. So it's bizarre that we haven't actually had a chance to meet yet. Yeah, a little bit weird really, but, but here we are. Hey. Briefly, like what's the history of the Fish Society? What's the story? behind the business
1: sure so um the fish site was set up in 1992 so it's been around for a long time um and alistair blair set it up and he wanted to sell the best fish through the post at that time to people around the uk so uh started by putting ads in BBC Good Food and you know similar things to that Um, and then as the internet came along um, I think our first website uh, was launched in 2000 after um, Alistair who was a journalist at the time took a trip to uh, two guys who were in a a room uh, which later became lastminute.com and he got the idea that I should be doing this online not just in the magazines but um, What are we? I mean, we we, we sell a huge range of fish uh, from all around the world. Uh, We aim to get the best of whatever it is, uh, bring it here, uh, (laughs) package it up, and sell it to customers around the UK. And it's all e-commerce. You know, we don't have uh, a a shop or uh, a restaurant or anything like that, and we we don't sell to restaurants either.
0: Yep. Yep, amazing. And so you moved in here last autumn. Yep. Did you expect, obviously, throughout lockdown and COVID and everything else, a lot of e-commerce businesses saw the market pick up and it was, it was quite a good year for some businesses, including yourself. Like, were you expecting, obviously that no one could have planned for that, but no, sure. were you planning growth at that point? Were you planning to move into new premises or was it all accelerated uh, or like? Yeah, how...
1: no, for sure. Um, so if I was pushed, I would, I would have to say it probably pushed the business four or five years ahead of where it was going to be. Um, and don't get me wrong, before COVID, we were growing probably between 50 to 75% year on year, right. um, given whatever month it was. But COVID was like pouring petrol on fire, really, and um, really helped that, that move along. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, and, and when, it, when it came around, I remember it was, you know, that early point in March last year and we were like oh no this is going to be very you know bad for us because everyone yeah. was retracting but then pretty quickly we realized you know the biggest issue was just keeping things in stock you know keeping people safe in the building and just keep going and and do what you can to to keep pushing forward yeah. so uh yeah we sort of put on a night shift and you know got containers in from wherever they were wow. and
0: just kept kept going really amazing amazing and your position in the business so you joined the business five years ago what was your first role here and how was that progression from your first role sure. after CEO
1: CEO <laughs> yes very grand title um, uh, so I yeah first, like you say joined the business five years ago um, and I guess for context I was I was working at marketing job at a financial investment company it right. was all right um, but wasn't really me and I saw a job ad pop up for a trainee manager at a fish business. Um, always quite into fish, I was originally from New Zealand, like fishing a lot and you know, all that. Anyway, you know, going from a very glossy finance job, I sort of thought, well, let's go and sell some fish on the internet, sounds quite interesting. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, explored it and, 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 and ultimately got into it. Um, and I, I suppose in the early days, um, I, you know, I was, I was trainee manager, shadowing the founder, Alistair Blair, um, and uh, really I was spending a lot of time working each of the functions of the business, you know sourcing, buying all the fish, uh, packaging the fish, customer service, what are the customers like, what don't they like, um, You know, understanding the finances of the business and things like that, um, but really also I was the guy who was gonna bring marketing to the Fish Society back in 2016. So anyway, we, we, we got all through that and um, pretty quickly we realized that the Fish Society needed a new website. We were on a um, custom built platform that was launched in 2006. So by yeah, 2016, yeah you, yeah, you go to all these glossy e-commerce shows and you know, you wanna try this plugin or that plugin or whatever and you know, then they come back and they see what you're working with. And, it, became apparent we needed to do something different. So, um, I think it was a bit of a turning point in the business really, we, we launched a new site in uh, early 2018, um, where we uh, put it up on Shopware, which was a German e-commerce platform. Yep. Um, funnily enough, we were actually the first
0: uh, retailer in the UK to launch on Shopware.
1: They're still not that well known, um, yeah. have you heard of them?
0: I've heard of them. Yep. Um, obviously there's the work that we've done together and kind of heard yeah. of them from other sites but they're definitely not they're not as well known as yeah. like your shopify's and your other yeah kind of
1: yeah platforms yeah no i, I guess it what, very- was your
0: cho- what went into that choice because that's a mm. bit of a you know you got shopify woocommerce magento there's a lot of obvious choices why shopware
1: well, funnily enough, we actually signed a contract to do a Matento 2 site and right. paid the money and we were going down that road. And then as we started scoping it out, um, the developers said, hey, um, why don't we have a look at this shopware uh, platform? Um, and, you know, we were pretty green at the time and not that it was the wrong decision. I think it was, but we, you know, OK, that sounds good. Let's let's give that a go. Yeah. So, you know, we, we were sort of <laughs> being advised by people who we thought knew, knew a thing or two about it. And you know, hey, I think it, it has worked out. But being the first is not always being, is not always the best, you know. Um, launching on a German platform, I mean, we were translating German things that were missed and, and all that, but you know, it was, it was fun and we got a lot of yeah. uh, support to, to do it. So yeah. that was good. Awesome. So then, I suppose after that, um, you know, we we had built the platform. We had done a range of things that were, um, you know, really working for us. And then COVID came along, and a lot of the traffic and search volume came yeah. through, and we'd sort of got the uh, platform to, you know, run faster. And that and that's sort so of what we most Almost
0: good timing. Yeah. in a way in a yeah. weird
1: way. I mean, you know, you, you, you feel Obviously a bit not good, but cringy
0: saying that, but um, yeah, I mean, it it, it did yeah. work out like that, yeah. yeah. And it sounds like your introduction to the business was an amazing education, like shadowing the founder and learning about the finances, the stock, the mm. merchandising, the yeah. product, the e-commerce.
1: Definitely. Everything. And, and I mean, it was very hands-on. I mean, at the, at the time we were, I think it was six, six or seven permanent employees. Yep. And actually my first day when we were when I joined, um, we were running a little contract for a pharmaceutical company in another unit and we went down to check out how that was all going. And lo and behold, the pipes on the walls are all blocked and all of this. And um, I said, oh, you know, should we get a plumber in? And then Alistair goes, no, 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 let's pull it off and sort it out ourselves. So there on my first day <laughs> I was mopping up shellfish guts and things all over the floor, having left a finance <laughs> shop thinking, this is, This is a bit different, but I, I I think you know all in all it was it, it was good you know, and it kind of we're quite an entrepreneurial hands on company, and you know we yeah. sort of took that took that forward really amazing, amazing. yeah, so a, a good foundation for for everything to come and as I was saying to you earlier, um, now about seventy percent of the people in the building haven't been here um, longer than a year That's so amazing a lot of what I find myself doing at the moment is, you know, bringing in new people who are really good um, and just trying to get them up to speed on what we do. And so a lot of my time is making other people succeed in their jobs at the moment and just
0: really um, helping them and, you know, working through with them. And how has the structure changed? Because I guess when you're CEO and you've got eyes on everything and you've got there's So many different plates to spin. There's the product, product development, um, buying, uh, the actual just functionality of e-commerce, digital marketing, growth, the whole shebang, mm-hmm. finances, uh, the lot. Yep. Like, how have you, as the business has grown so much, how have you structured the business to make sure those key functions are looked after? Like, what does it look like? Sure. Yeah. So.
1: Well, one of the big restructures that we had when we, we moved here operationally, anyway, was we um, hired or promoted five operational supervisors who run different teams. Okay. So we got, you know, wet fish production, dispatch, um, we got um, uh, prepared products running that, we got frozen yeah. product storage. So we, we built a, a, an operational structure with uh, sort of key players there. and. In the more sort of back end office side of things, we've got a marketing manager, stock yeah. manager, and we sort of elevated them. And, and how do I interact with it and keep all plates spinning? Well, it's a lot of conversations. I think yeah. um, you know we, we 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 have to catch up on a regular basis, and um, you know we I, I have to keep you know helping them through and onto the next step with what, yeah. what what's going on, basically. Awesome.
0: With all those different functions in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like what's the day to day? What do there I an do? Yeah, what? what well, okay, do? we'll we'll be a little them?
1: cliche and say there's no average day to day, but um, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the start is fish starts early, you know, um, fish gets landed through the night, and they start grading up two a.m. in the morning, three a.m. in the morning, four a.m. in the morning. People get to the market, so really things have started to happen by that point, and in some respects it depends who you're talking to but my phone is typically fair game to ring from five o'clock in the morning. Wow. Um, l- less so now as I move slightly out of the buying role but particularly as we're getting everything set up um, and you know then uh, getting into work generally sort of 7.30 here and um, as I was saying to you early, you know we've got all our operational supervisors making the thing happen and um, you know make sure everything's working there because they start at four o'clock in the morning, so they've already done half a day by the time I'm mosey on in. Yeah. Um, so make sure sure that's all going good. And typically, as well as I was saying, you know, lots of conversations. I I I, I, I talk to people uh, as they're pushing different initiatives ahead and get involved with um, you know what they're doing. Whether, for example, at the moment, it is working out our new branded products that we're going to sell. You know, um, fish pies, fish cakes, stocks, sauces, all that type of thing, yeah. and working out what's next or leading you know working with a couple of colleagues on sustainable packaging um we still use polystyrene boxes and we've just uh, found a solution to change that and you know working on initiatives like that um also you know some fun things you know i think yesterday i ran a seminar if you like for all the operational staff where we went through the full product catalog of all right. the fish we sell all the photos and we had a big discussion there's 20 people in the room saying that's good Billy cut that one, don't blame me, that's fine, you know, and, and all of that, but I mean, it gets gets everyone involved in you know, trying to create a bit of a culture here yeah. and, you know, get everyone working toward the same aim, which yeah. is sell the best fish, keep customers happy, yeah. all that type of stuff. And I
0: guess that's even more important given the amount of, or like, the percentage of the team that have only been here for, a, you know, a relatively short period of yeah. time, that yeah. team growth.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, as I said, you know, um the majority of people have been here under a year um they've come back for you know from skilled backgrounds but we what we do selling fish on the internet is pretty niche um so uh you know there's still a lot of learning to be done and 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 we're still learning about what a company culture is and we are trying to set and uphold a good standard and you know keep everyone uh together and you know what the
0: next step is basically fantastic and so what I'm really interested in asking as well is that a lot of people we talked on the podcast about digital marketing are practitioners, so they'll work agency side or they'll be in a paid social or PPC role sure. in-house. Sure. From your perspective, like, what's your take on digital marketing? How does it fit into your day-to-day? What's it look like through your lens?
1: Of course, um, Harrison. well, I, I suppose for me as well, I've got a big soft soft spot for it because you know five years ago when I started I was the one setting a lot of these things up so from a digital marketing perspective it's it's a bit of a strange experience now where you know we've got someone working on affiliates and um, you know social and yeah. um, you know running these things and I'm I'm sort of taking a little bit of a back step and trying to offer what I can but I must admit they're all doing it better than I I ever did um, but I, I think looking at it broadly and trying not to put too many eggs in one basket is something that I try and do um one of the things that we got a little stung from some years ago was after the re-platform in 2018 when we moved over we had too many eggs in the organic uh search you know seo and yeah. we you know lost it and we really felt it so um I think from my side of things it's getting all the right people who are really good at it, better than I am, you know, full steam ahead and, 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 and spreading our eggs because things change. Um, you know, you guys talk about iOS 14 or, you know, smart shopping on PPC, you know, you don't want to be, from my side of things, too deep into one because if something changes, you've got to feel like you can absorb that change yep. and, and that's why you need a good spread across yep. the board.
0: Yeah, so diversification from your point of view is massive.
1: I think important. so, yeah. I think diversification yeah. is good. And I think I'd be nervous to try something a bit out there if it was 50% of where our traffic or revenue yeah, came from.
0: Definitely. I think so many e-commerce businesses, or well, online businesses in general, rely so much on one channel, like mm. organic or too much on PPC or too much on paid social. And it has to be you have to be spread yeah you have to be spread I think um, that's getting really smoky <laughs> I know it smells so good oh look I at think that. it's working all look right
1: 113 oh, degrees yeah that's no d- definitely def- definitely spread it and um, you know I guess the way I think about it as well is we run a website and we sell through that website so really the core the starting point for me is conversion rate you know yeah. what what's the site converting at and Particularly because we've been on quite a journey over the last three years where we used to have an average site conversion rate of 1.4, which is very low, obviously. Yeah. And now, you know, we're, we're, we're tapping into to three. And so it's yeah. something that we really care about. Um, and then going after that, I feel that's where you start to split things off. But unless your yeah. conversion rate is golden, everything else kind of doesn't make sense to, to, to spend the money, you know. you, you got yeah get it right first and then go yeah. through that.
0: What sort of things have you been working on from a conversion rate perspective? Because there's so many different elements to that. Sure. You know, obviously you've got to get the right traffic, you've got to have a good product, and yep. I mean, we just opened the lid and it's, <laughs> it's a good product. Um, but what 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 do you think are the big things that have taken it from you know where it was to where it is now?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, speed, speed was a big one. Um, slow sight, bad sight, um, and we, we were slow. Um, thin content was really really bad and i mean particularly for us like fish is not that accessible to a lot of people who just know cod and tuna and we sell 200 types of fish so how are you going to sell them something if you don't talk about it yeah. so we offered a lot of extra content you know go to our site we we do a fisherpedia we're about to launch a really cool recipe section we're going to do a load of videos you know i think giving a lot of people information um yeah. To demystify fish was quite quite useful um and then making the process easier now you always obviously hear people say less clicks all that and and i yeah. think it's right and we used to over the way in which we thought we needed to sell fish yeah. and you know we've got to categorize it by this that and the other and yeah when you take a step back well not really you know do, do they want a small pack a medium pack or a large pack yeah okay pick and move on um yep. whereas we used to get a, a bit too into the detail yep. i think
0: yeah well, i definitely think it works because i remember when we were first starting to onboard you as a client i just ended up buying fish <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not just saying that but yeah. it just i don't know the look and feel of the site and the ease of that customer i don't know there's something there that
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, and, you know, we 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 have never stopped developing it since we put the site up, you know, and the 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 pipeline of work has never stopped, so uh, always incremental improvements and changes and yeah, I I think just making it easier and better for the customer is is the main thing.
0: What are your big focuses moving forwards in terms of, you know, either the website or digital marketing? You know, we had a look at your film studio in the making. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you talked a bit about content. Like what, what are the plans for the future of the, the digital marketing side? Digital
1: the marketing side. Yes, yeah, I think our big plans for this year are, well, I guess there's another way to start it. Right now, what, what changed recently is I used to be able to count on one hand the number of competitors that they were doing what we did. Right. post-covid i think i stopped counting at 20 30 i, I don't know wow. and they and all shot
0: up over that time they
1: all shot up over that time wow. and i mean how hard is it to put up a basic shopify site or a wix site with e-commerce extensions it's, it's not and and they did and you know that has knock-on effect so what we need to do and what we want to do as a fish site is differentiate ourselves offer something different so we're really going to put a lot of time and effort into our content storytelling and education around the fish you know 2021 for many reasons has been a very topical year for talking about fish where it's from um documentaries on netflix uh you know brexit you know all of these things and i think it's we need to get behind what that pack of cod is and where it comes from and just how you're going to do it And and we really want to have a better platform to talk about it so content will be coming the best recipe section you've ever seen will be coming and we'll be doing it all from our film studio which is uh being built right now
0: yeah and it looks i mean (laughs) it looks like it's going to be amazing yeah no no it should be very good good. very good um so i guess to wrap up like what advice would you give someone who's starting out on their career in e-commerce or they're having kind of come into the business, seen it grow, seen so many iterations, and ending up as CEO. I guess the the cliche question is, what would you have told yourself five years ago when you started
1: here? Um, What would I have told myself? Uh, Don't get too caught up on things when they go wrong. I mean, again, that's a pretty straightforward answer, but um, I had had to get through a lot of failures for certain things to stick, and Um, you know, you need to keep churning it out and, and keep going. Feel free to look at what other people are doing. Not every idea has to be entirely original. Like, you know, there's a lot of smart people probably trying to do what you're doing. You know, look outside of. Yep. Don't get too, 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 too caught out in, in the detail, I, I would say too. Yeah. Yeah, and have fun with it. Awesome. Um, I think you've got to love what you're selling um, and that excellent. will help.
0: excellent. Well, I will definitely cheers to that yeah and um, by the looks of things we've got some fish to eat
1: i think we do bit of so. kingfish on the barbecue yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much um cheers, john. obviously anyone watching this go to the fish society buy some fish it's i'm not just saying it but it is really really good thank you um, very much <laughs> buy some fish and subscribe and we'll see you next time thank cheers you. all right cheers john
1: cheers. thanks everyone bye